Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at DeathSquad.tv. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search for Death Squad and hit subscribe. If you want to go to one of these live shows, we have Death Squad Night at the Comedy Store every Monday. It starts at 8 p.m. It's free, and it's Kill Tony, so you can come see this live. And it's followed by the world-famous Ding Dong Show with Don Barris. Just go to the Comedy Store's website or go to DeathSquad.tv for all the links. We have like live tour dates also, including November 20th, me and, and Dean Delaray will be at the Punchline in San Francisco. And then the following month in December, we're about to announce a huge show at the San Jose Improv. So check out DeathSquad.tv for all the latest news and information. And check out ShopSquad.tv for the limited edition DeathSquad shirt. It's a kitty cat shirt. we got stickers, shirts, and everything you buy from Shop. TV pays for everything we do here at Death Squad. And now, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Redbird coming to you live from the Comedy Store. How are you guys doing today? This is a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. me so long to get to my seat the way that this setup is. Yeah. We never really made that any easier. No. We never made any adjustments to the big entrance where I have to walk around three chairs. <laughs> How you guys doing out there? This is so exciting. <laughs> this is uh, 21 Mondays in a row that we've been uh, having this fun little get together and yet we're still at the very beginning of something that I think is uh, very fun and exciting. Uh, yeah. So here we are. 21. 21, yeah. The Iron Patriot is here. Our head of security. Put your hands together for the Iron Patriot. I had a good week, Tony. What happened, Patriot? On Thursday, I was on the set of a new show called The Goldbergs, starring Jeff Garland. Yeah. And we spent the whole day at the Santa Anita racetrack. That track... First came alive on Christmas Day in 1934. Came alive? Well, it was, that's when it opened. But um, it, it was a great day. And, um, you know, Seabiscuit won its final race there in 1940. Okay. Do you like horse yeah, racing? En- enough, enough horse racing fun facts. Did, did you get to talk to Jeff Garland when you were... No, no, I didn't. He, he wasn't even... He wasn't there. There was an actor, George Siegel, and a young boy actor... It was um, grandfather and grandson at the racetrack for the day. Now, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, uh, the Iron Patriot also, when he's not working with us every Monday, making sure keeping us all safe in this room, uh, he's an extra on TV shows. In fact, some of his most recent work was on Two and a Half Men, correct? No, that was in 2008, that thing I sent oh. on, on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, in, well it's, just it's for example, that. that's him. Creepily in the background. So if, if you see... If you see this, get a screenshot if you ever see him in a show, because this is the new Easter egg. And he gets a lot of extra work. If you listen to the show, you'll find yeah. out that almost every week yes. he books something. Yes. Now, you got the Goldbergs. So you think you're going to be in a frame on this um, racetrack? How many people were at the racetrack? How many thousands of people were in the stands well, in this thing you booked? Well, they had a bunch of extras. We were down at another part of the track, but the, the people that were actually, we watched a few races, and we were waiting every 30 minutes to film. But we were in another section filming and the, the rest of the people. But the whole place doesn't fill up anymore. It's not like it was back in the glory days. But there was still a lot of people there. 
it, it, it was fun. Oh, so they were filming during actual races. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the morning, we did some stuff before the people got there. You know, we had to be there at 8 in the morning. And um, I was getting real sleepy. They kept telling me, you got to wake up. But, um, you know, it's, it's really beautiful out there with the mountains. Have you been to that track, Tony? Who, who, who told you? The people that were running the extras? like this? Yeah, they said, hey, you, wake up, move over there. Wow. It's tough. It's tough being a, you know, I, I like to think of myself as a background artist. But, you know, it, it's tough. It's <laughs> It's tough doing that because you got to keep awake, and I was there for 12 hours. You know, it was, it was a long day. Wow. It's hard, you know. But I'm a member of SAG, SAG-AFTRA, and I get paid a little better than the, the rest of people. But, um, you know, it was a good day. But that episode that Red Band just showed, that was called The Devil's Lube. That was back in 2008. And, you know, I spent a lot of time that day sitting behind John Cryer. That was the name of the episode? The Devil's Lube. Yeah, really? that, was the, that was the episode. Wow, look how edgy Two and a Half Men was at one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting sleep. behind John Cryer, and he's got kind of an interesting hairdo. It, it almost looked like he had black spray paint painted on there. It probably was. Yeah, I, I don't know what was going on, but I got a close look at it. It's like um, I'm kind of b- providing you some behind-the-scenes here, Tony. Well, they have this amazing thing that I've noticed uh, since getting the pleasure of uh, working in show business. Which is this thing where in the makeup room for men, there's like this pepper mill that's sitting next to uh, sitting next to like hairspray and shit. And what they can do is they can take this fucking pepper mill and just basically grind uh, pepper hair onto your head. Oh, cool! And it fucking looks like hair afterwards. It's pretty crazy. It and I think that on? yeah. And I think that a lot. Of, I think that a lot of people are using this thing. Yeah. And, and uh, you can't see it on the camera, but I was up close. I could see. Heck, yeah. There you go. You know. So next time you're looking at the back of John Cryer's head, make sure you get a sneak yeah. peek of what yeah. the... I hate to talk bad about him, but, you know, he make a lot of money. He don't, he don't care. Heck, yeah. Why burn bridges in a city that's telling you to wake up and keep moving? Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tony, when I get to know someone, I kind of like to know um, what they eat. Could, could you walk me through your day? What do you eat when you get up in the morning? You really don't want to know. <laughs> you really do. You would, it would creep you out knowing what I eat. Grant. But I, I've known you over four months now. I just feel like we're getting closer. And, um, and what do you eat for lunch? He eats the same as what a bunny rabbit would eat. Yeah. Well, that's good. You Twigs, keep in shape. Berries, I'm, I'm a, cum. All right. <laughs> I don't know why you do that. It's like just horrible. It's like, that's what 13-year-olds joke about vegans. Vegans don't drink cum, Brian. It's not, it's not a gay thing. It's not a gay thing, Brian. Yeah. Nobody's drinking cum. The hell, they, they told me that smoking cigarettes takes 10 years off my life. And then I read that being a vegan adds 10 years to your life, and I don't want to quit smoking, so there you go. I'm a vegan that smokes a pack and a half a day. <laughs> well, I'm here to support you, Tony, if you need my support, because I, I had to quit smoking at one time, too. It, it's tough. I realize it's not, it's not very easy to do. Heck yeah, you don't want to end up in the iron lung, right? No, no. You don't want to have that happen. I, I how, know it's how, tough. How long did you smoke for? Um, I smoked for about probably 12 years. So oh. It was a long time. Wow. It was tough. It was tough. That's what was scared me. It concerned me. When you guys got me smoking weed again four months ago, it concerned me that I was going to start smoking cigarettes again, but I'm able to stay cool, and I I didn't do it. I'm I'm just, you know, token on the the bud, but no cigarettes. It's great. Token on the bud. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a guy that smoked a lot of pot in the 90s. Yep. And has just started to smoke again. Yeah, I was toking on the bud you gave me, and... Uh, <laughs> We, we have our big Halloween show coming up, uh, October 31st in San Diego. Uh, are, are you going to do anything for Halloween, or is that a big day for you? Well, you... I usually go out um, for a few hours that night just to make some tips on the boulevard, but I usually start heading home about 9 because it really starts getting crazy out there. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just way too many people, and they might just carry me, carry me away and you'd never see me again. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's, too, it's too many. I mean, they got a lot of police down there. It's just, it, it, it gets crazy. Right. I mean, the only other crazier place is like in West Hollywood, you know, down yeah. when they have the parade down there and shit. That's when you're looking at different backs of heads of celebrities for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Now, now when you said uh, West Hollywood uh, Halloween parade, your left arm twitched really hard <laughs> when you said that. Uh, we've noticed in the last few weeks that you have this left arm twitch. Yep. And then you said that to go against it, you're just going to press your hand against your thigh. Are you doing that right well, now? Well, I've kind of put my thing here to kind of hold let, on so I don't let, do it. Let go of it and just leave it out. Let me, let me see if I can – see, I'm talking to you right now and yeah. everything's cool. Right. But, wait, your right, your right arm just – twitching now. Wait uh, a no, second. No. Whoa, 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 right, left. Jeez, he's throwing blows, everybody. You're going to have to catch me, Tony. I'm not going to make it easy for you. So Heck I'm yeah. Keep it here. Man, if you get any extra work on Michael J. Fox's new show, uh, gonna, yeah. you guys are going to have to have a shake-off or something. <laughs> that would be great. The, just the two of them fucking... Tw- you could play. You could play. You could play Michael J. Fox's mirror image. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'd love to spend some time with Michael. Oh, I'm gonna burn in hell. <laughs> Here's the thing: where like you can't make fun of certain people, and I feel like Michael J. Fox. If there is like an afterlife where you have to check in at some gates, which I don't think there is, but if there was, I get the feeling that that would be like one of the things. Like we get it. You made a lot of jokes. We got years and years and years of jokes. But how do you explain this, Michael J. Fox? Like, what did Michael J. Fox ever do to you? And me just being like, "Fuck it, you got me." That's how I feel about Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I love I love the innocent people. <laughs> Something about you make fun of bad people. Like that's you know that you, you got to do that. That's part of the thing. But it's it's I, and it's my favorite thing to go against the good people. Because those are the jokes nobody's coming up with. And I think Christopher really proved that he was Superman because he survived that long after having that accident. Most of us would have been gone in a week after that. Christopher Reeves thing? Yeah. Yeah, he really was like Superman. Yeah, that was from Riding Horses. He loved Riding Horses, yeah. Yeah. He looked just like at Santa Anita. Brings it all full circle. Just like a racetrack. Just like a horse track. How did did he die? Well, he, he did that kind of horse riding where you jump over the things and it's all this style to it and things. Yeah, fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Equestrian or something. That that doesn't make it gay either. See, there's not... (laughs) Vegan isn't gay. There aren't certain sports that are gay. Gay is like... It's like a man man love thing. Being a kid. No, I know, but... Just like, you know, it's black... But I've had enough with this vegan cum thing. You know what's black on top of a stairway? Christopher Reeves after a fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, welcome, everybody. We're here, uh, as always, um, you know, the mainframe of the show. Over 30 comedians signed up tonight for the opportunity to do 60 seconds in front of... uh, in front of the Patriot myself, and as always, I always have two great guests uh, to talk with the comedians and hang out with us all. Um, this week is no different 
This is very, very exciting. Um, so you guys ready to see who your guests are tonight? How exciting. Well, in no particular order, you're going to know uh, this first lovely young lady from the most recent Comedy Central roast of James Franco. Also, she has her own show on the Jash Network called Tubbin' with Tosh. Please put your hands together for the hilarious good friend of mine, the one and only, Natasha Legero is here, everybody. Gimme, gimme, gimme some. Freak the freckles off your face. Freaky freaking swapping tongues. Click my link and scratch your buns. Lose your dinner, make it numb. Blow it, baby, no sedum. She's got treats, everybody. There's one classy lady. I know. I know. All these comedians are like, on. It's all open micers coming to do time. No offense, open micers. I think you're gonna be great. Well, I heard they don't say. I heard they don't say open mic anymore. You just call them mics. I guess. I guess they're all. It could just be a said thing that they're open. Does anyone want a brownie? Brownie giveaway. Who's in? We got raised hands like crazy. You guys gotta come get them. Get your brownies. Get your brownies here. And your other fantastic guest. He's the host of The Test, everybody. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite pals. Uh, we work together almost every other night. Uh, the winner of the HBO Aspen Comedy Festival. You know him from Comedy Central, HBO. Put your hands together for my pal Kirk Fox is here. Oh, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. This Hell is good. Yeah. Thank you, What's Tony. What's up, man? Good to be here. Fuck yeah. Nice to see everybody. I'm not sure where we're at, but this is important. Hell yeah. I brought them brownies, so they're very distracted right now. That's yeah. all right. Can I just, can I just say one thing? Yeah. I did not make these. I just want to get a bad reputation as someone who... No, these, were are, these we are like to fancy. Bring, were, were we supposed to bring gifts? No, I, someone just gave me these okay. for something, so now I'm giving them. Jones on 3rd is like gourmet stuff, right? Yeah. And Tony, what's that? I see something to the, my right that I wasn't oh, yeah. expecting. Yeah. Uh, Natasha and Kirk meet every episode he's been here for us. That's the Iron Patriot. Hello, guys. Okay. Hey. Good. Who is that? He's uh, he's not a comedian. He's, his name is Jeff Crabtree. He used to play in a rock and roll band in Texas in the in the uh, 90s. Now, if shit goes down, does he have our back or is he with the audience? Well, in all reality, his intentions are to have our back. However, he can't move. I mean, is move. he aware of that? He, he doesn't look like he's focused. He can't move in that He doesn't though. look focused to you? No. <laughs> he's got like laser beams coming out of his eyes. Yeah, but they're not going in the right direction. Natasha, could I talk to you for a second? <laughs> I mean, do I... Do I have a choice? I got some thoughts. I, I did some research on you today. Okay. Oh, um, I think we were destined to meet because as a young boy in the late 70s, I lived in Winfield, Illinois, which was an hour and a half away from where you were born in Rockford, Illinois. And what now, year did you live there? Yes, I, I lived there as a young boy in the late 70s. The first okay, time so I, I would have been like two or three. Uh, no, no, I was born in 66, so I, I was a little older than you. But, but anyway, I first became aware of you on the Duncan, Duncan Trestle Family Hour, episode 16. Now, today I spent some time... Now, today, so you're like, you're like a robot savant. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Today, today I spent some time looking at pictures of your feet on the Internet. Okay, this is what I noticed. I'm glad I brought my stuff on stage with me. Yeah. This is what I noticed. I noticed that the fourth little piggy... On your left foot oh my has God. a cute little curve to it. Now, 
Do you think I could come on your show, tubbing with Tosh, oh my and rub God. your toes under the water? What the that fuck, Patriot? <laughs> from now on, all of your questions for my, the guests have to go can through. I, can I answer? Yes. Uh, that would First be First of all, I'm sorry. Now you can answer. Unqualified and resounding no. You don't even know me yet, Natasha. And, and I have a question. Are, are you short? Why is that microphone positioned where it's at? I got a speaker. I got a speaker. Is in my half chair. of you just plastic? I mean, what, what, are you very short and you're just deceptive? No. I want to no. see if I really have a curve in my toe, actually. Who doesn't? He has, he has what's known How as... How did you know that? It's the oh, yeah. fourth little piggy on oh, the yeah. left foot. Oh my god! I didn't even know that. that. Yeah, that is adorable. It's cute. Adorable. <laughs> so you are you're an educator. Yes. You ever been to that website WikiFeet? They show celebrity feet on there. WikiFeet. WikiFeet. Are you serious? Yeah. That's how deep you're. Obsessed you have a lot of free time during the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Kirk, I did some research on you. Okay, <laughs> tell me about my toes, motherfucker. No, I didn't look at your feet. Go ahead. Yes, I was watching an interview you did on Conan. Okay. And you were talking about how stressful it is on your new show, The Test, because they're giving paternity results out, and it's very stressful. Okay. So they said the show to relieve your stress... This is stressful also, talking to you. Well, well, they've been sending you to a massage parlor with a Thai woman. Yes, sir. And the Thai woman has been complaining because your back is too long. She says she has to walk too far. This is true. What what I want to ask you is... Okay. Now, when she gives you the happy ending, does she complain that your banana is too long? Oh Listen, we God. never even get to the happy ending. There's not even a decent beginning. Uh. <laughs> it, it's hell. But I, you can tell us, Kurt. I was Come hoping on. you wouldn't bring that up, but thank you, Mr. Plastic Man. <laughs> what band were you in in the 90s? I was in a band called Dirty Crabber. You can look on YouTube. There's, there's some videos. My big, you, know, you know that leopard skin bikini you're wearing on Twitter, on the Twitter picture? Oh. Are, you ta- are you talking to me or her? You know, Natasha, now, Natasha, I need a background dancer with my banana song. I got a song that goes, share my banana, share it all with you. You could be behind me with two bananas in your hand. I could? We could go to Vegas and be the hottest show there. Wow. Patriot. Is you're... this one of the open micers? <laughs> no. No. He's done more than a minute. Yeah. Patriot, first of all, you're out of control, man. I'll shut up now, Tony. I'm sorry. What are you doing? What do we What do we tell you about this? There's no blocking the left arm twitch, and there's no crazy questions for the guests. You're still blocking it. I know when you're putting it up against your thigh, and it drives me crazy. I'm serious. Take it off there. If you're, you're gonna have to catch me fair and square. If your arm's gonna twitch, I want to see it twitch. He has a left arm twitch that he can't control. Why wouldn't he? But there's a there's something about a guy in a. There's something about a guy in a suit like that. When you see that twitch, it just makes it so human. How's he wash it? He does. I'm fascinated by that suit. I what? got an undersuit underneath that I could wash. The, the of course you do. You probably have three suits under there. Yeah, I, I ordered this from Norway a year and a half ago. I didn't know if I was going to get it. It took a long time. There was lots of delays. The sculptor had health problems. He had legal issues. And I was, I was excited to get it. But for a year, I'd been dreaming. I want to come see Death Squad. And when I got the costume, it took me a month to work on oh it. And then God. I came down. You need, you need to hire an editor ASAP, right. by the way. Yeah. Hey, why do you Every want... explanation is just 40 seconds too long. Yeah. Why Isn't do you it want... fun to have someone who you can just tell, like, just tell them how terrible they are all the time? <laughs> why do you want to know how big it? Kirk oh, Fox's yeah. dick is also? <laughs> Natasha, I enjoyed you. <laughs> Natasha, 
Let me tell you something. That, that laugh scared the hell out of me. I enjoyed you on the James Franco roast. What I wanted to know is, did any of the jokes you did, were they written by Tony? Because I know oh he was a writer. Look, that's not how that shit, well, Patriot. Tony, Tony helped me with some jokes. Yeah. I don't remember if one that he wrote got... I mean, Tony helped a lot of people with jokes on there, right? Yeah. Dude, he got, I think he got a lot of jokes in. Yeah, it was yep. fun. You did great Tony, on it. Tony yeah. is one of the best roast writers, I think, that Well, there thank is. you so much. Yep. And, uh, you know, yep. it was a pleasure to work with, uh, with, uh, with you because Natasha killed it. Did you see it, Kirk? I saw parts of it. Natasha killed it. The, the, yeah, the, my yeah, mom even liked it. My part. I saw your part. She, you, she was my favorite. I picked certain parts to yeah. watch, and I watched and the, them over and the live over show as well. You know, which a lot of people don't get to know how that whole unedited uh, that part of it is. But uh, Natasha, I felt like they didn't edit it that much, though. Oh no, it's true. Yeah, they really left it long because it was a. Uh, it was just very, very funny. Anyway, uh, you know why we're here. Many comedians signed up to do sixty seconds. Uh, Natasha. Um, Kirk, two of my good pals. We're gonna sit back and listen. Am to I, am I too close to where it's all gonna go down? If you, no, but if you want, you could scoot over a little bit. Listen, I, I don't want them but, but influenced no. by my feet. <laughs> that could only that could only distract the. I patriot. don't want them to all start doing feet jokes. Right. Are you right. one of those guys? What's his name? Patriot. Uh, Iron Patriot. Hey, Iron Patriot. And did you name yourself? <laughs> Well, uh, uh, people call me different things. Um, I'm really from the comic books. I'm not from Iron Man 3. Well, either way, Marvel's going to end up suing us. So what we're doing next week is we're putting a beard on his face, and he's going to be the bearded patriot from that on. Well, you you know what's interesting is, see, I originally wanted John, my sculptor, to make me an Iron Man costume. And he said no. He said, I want to make you something custom so you won't have legal issues. So I might be okay because this is kind of a custom thing. It's not like the movie. Yeah, not enough. No well, doubt I, we'd have to check into fine. that. I don't know for sure because he did that. He made it. He didn't want me to get into. He, he asked if okay, I was going to okay, make okay. money with it. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I engaged. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So, uh, you guys ready to get some comedians up here? Or what? Everybody does sixty seconds. It's sixty seconds. Uh, you know your sixty seconds is up when you hear the meow of a kitty. And that's time to wrap it up, because if you run the sound of that kitty noise, the angry West Hollywood bear comes out. He's been extra angry lately, so don't run the kitty sound too long. And uh, he comes out quicker and quicker every episode. Red Band over here gets a little excited, and uh, I notice every time uh, it comes out quicker and quicker. So look out for that kitty meow. You guys ready to do this thing or what? Your first comedian tonight. Wow, there's a lot of names in here. How exciting. I can't wait for what it's worth. It's Rob Weissman. Okay. Um, I got inspired by the Iron Patriot for a new joke. What is this? It's when the Iron Patriot has his, a nose itch and has to scratch it. <laughs> it's a podcast that's audio, and I chose a visual joke. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, one more quickly. 60 seconds. Um, oh, I love this joke. Uh, what is the real reason that they created Facebook? Because it's easier to jerk off to your phone or computer than to your high school yearbook. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> and 
I didn't even go to high school with her. <laughs> uh, oh, no, the West Hollywood Bear. No, we're having uh, technical difficulties. Your time oh, so you want me to keep going? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there oh, you man. go. Um, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Done? I have a question. Oh, are yes. you done? Yeah. No, I think so. Like, <laughs> Is that like a common thing to jerk off to Facebook? Um, I mean, is that what people... I don't go on Facebook. I think the real question is, I, are people jerking off to their high school yearbooks? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. That I feel like I... God, I, she was most likely to say, I, fuck uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you could, you could look at it, it's a brave thing to say that. Is the way the stance brave? I brave. I, I agree. It, it was brave. It took a lot of balls. Okay. Have you ever jerked off to your high school yearbook? I, w- um, I hadn't even thought about it. I didn't even know it was an option. I <laughs> also, I, I think it's funny the that... The truth is, I can't wait to get home. I <laughs> most people don't have... <laughs> oh, high five on that. I'm not touching your hand. <laughs> How little re- reading material do you have around your house to where the high school yearbook is yeah. what you have to keep going back to? Yeah, clothes, pictures. Mater- How long have you been out of high school? Uh, a long time, but no, I haven't. Why? Do you, reading material? Do you uh, still masturbate to still? No, pictures? but we like to masturbate something other than a head in clothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> From three decades ago. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Is there some girl that you, you know, went to I, high school? Can I choose another joke really quickly no. before no. I do that? Is there, uh, I have, I <laughs> Is there some girl from high school that you didn't get to finish what you Oh, think? It's, it's a plural. There are many girls that, that never got to finish. <laughs> Wow. Well, now it's starting it's to make there. sense. Oh, well, I... Now this joke I, is starting to rock. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Now that I... <laughs> now that I have the backstory, want, fuck. <laughs> I got a lot is it more a masturbation high school jokes, book? guys. I can just Do you look out. these girls up from high school on Facebook? Like a no, I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> can I just have my joke? Yeah, but you're, just, you're, you're joking about something that no one, I don't think, does. We wouldn't have given you... Sh- <laughs> We wouldn't have given you shit about it if it I, got, had gotten more laughs. That's the point we're making. <laughs> we'll give you that joke if you want. Do you want that to be your joke, how you're remembered? <laughs> or do you want to take our advice and find a different publication to jerk off to? <laughs> we're here to help. Okay. We're not I, even talking about how your first joke was about the Patriot. Hey, yeah, let's talk, yeah, let's talk we, about the first no, part of the we don't even, Can we do that? We no, we don't need to go back that yeah. far. Can we please no. talk about the Patriot? No, because yeah, that yeah, joke it, was a you lot know, it's, it's funny that you would say that because on Sunday when I was out on Hollywood Boulevard, I did have an itch on my face. And it, it really is frustrating. <laughs> Because I couldn't, I couldn't get to it. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Maybe you it. guys should take it on the road and just go back to your yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rob Weissman and the Iron true. Patriot. Yeah. That it? Fuck yeah. Rob, do you work out? Oh yeah. You got. <laughs> you seem like really buff um, underneath your your shirt. Yeah, I uh, I P90X. Is that what that is? It's P90X. With, yeah. I thought he said he's like, I P90X. Like it, like it was a certain type of piss that's extra powerful. Yeah. I P90X. It's the this most powerful for, I'm, piss I'm, you can pee. I'm learning this forum isn't exactly fair. I push my here. piss off. <laughs> Out. She compliments yeah. Comedy's not still, fair. I know. It's terrible. That right. wasn't a so compliment. Go- oh, fuck. <laughs> no, it's cute. I, 
Well, all right. No, you just seem like your body, your chest and arms seem bigger than what your head would my, have my attached head. to it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's through a pretty bulky that's, shirt. It's just a shame you didn't it's have just, that body when you were in high school. You would have been banging all those girls. Now that I think about it, you are jerking off to the right book. There he goes, everybody. I, Rob Weissman. Weissman Digital. Rob, you're funny. We're already off and banging. Rob, you're funny. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. No, they, they love it. The, Cut to the next it. time we do The Tonight Show. I open with that joke and it fucking kills. <laughs> it's just like, I rework it. But I don't want him to think we're just Save roasting him. Right. No, he loves it. Listen, he signed up for, for that. We're here for each other. I think he thought this was like stage time. It was. It was. It was. That was sixty seconds. We can never time. have this back. Is, what better exercise than talking to your peers immediately? Listen, I'll call him later. I feel bad. That's at Weissman Digital on uh, on Twitter. For those of you that are into people with twenty letter uh, handles, at Weissman Digital <laughs> with two S's and Digital. Weissman. Tony, how do you get so many people at this show? Um, because it's an awesome show. This have you ever thought of cutting it down to thirty seconds? This kind of craziness happens uh, every week. Thirty seconds. I don't know. And doing sixty I, comics, each doing thirty seconds, or six hundred of them doing ten. Jake's did seem like it went on for a while. He stretched the light. Yeah, we had uh, we had some technical difficulties. You, you'll hear the meow of the kitty for Ricardo Flanagan. Uh-oh. Oh. Do you know what that means? If a comedian ever misses their spot, that means they get blacklisted. <laughs> and he makes those noises, and that means that that comedian's not allowed to ever sign up for this show again. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Well, but you should have to make them like give a letter of apology, or you know, there should be some sort of like plead their case, perhaps. Depends if they're female or male. <laughs> they, they have to write into the Iron Patriot on Twitter, and uh, it could have been a bad accident. Hey, fucker might be dead. Or he could have just watched <laughs> Rob's set and been like, "Why would I put myself through that?" There was once uh, a Rob few will come back under yeah. a different name. A few a few weeks ago, there was a uh, there was a blind guy whose name we called. And uh, we blacklisted him, and then another comedian's like, no, he's blind, he's downstairs. And then they went to try to find him. But, but if he's blind, he can't hear his name? No, he was in the wrong point. show. He no, yeah, he was in the wrong room, that's what it was. They found him in, on Sunset. He thought wow. Kill Tony was in the kitchen, and uh, he was wondering why the, the audio wasn't so good. Anyway. All right, put your hands together for your next comedian. Timmy Day, everybody. Here he is. Okay, it is on. Sorry, I couldn't hear it over the music. Uh, my name is Timmy Day, guys, and I'm extremely excited to be here. Uh, I got a bike a couple days ago. Yeah. First, uh, first bike I've had in my life uh, for more than 25 minutes because I'm from Detroit and they all get stolen. So uh, I'm really excited. I've been riding around, and I found that I have a childlike sense of, of freedom now that I, I never noticed before. So it really it inspired me to want to give back and uh, give back to kids who are very needy and don't have the opportunity to ride bikes like uh, I've had in the last week or two. So uh, I started a Kickstarter, and uh, it's going pretty well. I've raised $15 in the last six days. And uh, I, I, I do, I, I think its success is uh, due to the name. Um, you can check it out. It's, uh, it's at pedophiles.kickstarter.com. <laughs> Uh, we we want to we want to give back to kids. Uh, we want to we want to touch them. 
On their hearts? On their hearts? We want to touch them on their hearts. And you, you got to obey the bear. Obey the bear. You got to listen to the bear. You can't talk over the bear. Okay. No, it was definitely a minute. It was a minute 20 at this point. I don't. Maybe you didn't hear the part about the kitty and the bear whole thing. You might have... It must have really blown your mind when that bear just kept chiming in there at the end. And your mic got cut. Yeah. Kind of. I like that you're drinking a 24-ounce can of Pabst. <laughs> and you're also you, you're biking. So I, biking I, home. I, see, now, I, I never thought of that. Like, I know there's people drunk driving, but now the bikers are drunk, too. Now, never are you encouraging pedophilia? Pedophilia, yes. Okay. But not no not not like sexually touching kids no, but touching them on their hearts yes. I'm just That's checking. I just wonder if I bikes. should just wonder if I should call a friend of mine in law enforcement. <laughs> um, Do you wear a helmet when you bike? Are no. you are you talking about motorcycling or bicycling? Oh, bicycling. Right. Should I clarify? Probably. I didn't know. I I, I honestly I, mean, you I couldn't was, tell. Yeah, you could. You, you, yeah, you're trying to balance both. I will say it was a surprise ending. I didn't know you were going toward... Touching kids? Yes. Okay. Right. So you had me up until then. Because I like biking, so I was into that joke, and then, it, then you lost me. But I think you're onto something. If you could pedal toward something that doesn't include touching children, I think this joke could work. I think you're onto something. And I'd leave the beer lower when you come up so we don't think you're drunk. I, we don't know that. We don't know when you started. I'm just telling you what I've learned in the past is I, I leave the, I the drugs it. and alcohol in the car. And do you, do you always wear the <laughs> do you always wear the sunglasses? Fortunately, sun? I do. Yeah. And the backpack the you always wear too. I just don't want to leave it anywhere and have somebody take it. The so. sunglasses on top of your head, though, you leave them up like that a lot. Yeah, it covers the balding in the front of my hair. Oh wow. So. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting move. I wake up every day and I think. Uh, <laughs> So let's the follicles just, you know, doesn't have to see the bright sun. Who would have right. thought John Cryer just could have had a bunch of sunglasses on the back of his head and nobody would have ever known he was bald. It's an interesting We move. wouldn't it, even known that it was to cover the hair, except you mentioned it. We just I thought did, you were I, wearing I, sunglasses on the head. Not that ashamed. It almost just seems like, even if not, you know, somebody wouldn't be like, oh, he's covering up a bald spot. It's just like, oh, he, the sun might come back out for the first time ever tonight. <laughs> And at the same time, the roof might blow off the joint. And then when everybody else is freaking out about the apocalypse, you're just like, What if you find out that the sun shit. makes hair... What if you found out the sun makes hair grow? And with the sunglasses, you're actually keeping it from growing. Man, that's tough. I would lose the sunglasses. Think about that instead of following children. It's asking the tough questions. Do you live in a van in Venice? Don't. Oh, that's a good guess. Would you like though. to? <laughs> I have Some a friend days, yes. looking for someone with a Kickstarter. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Well, uh, there you go. That's at Invalid Timmy on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Oh, wait. What's his name again? Timmy Day. Timmy Day. Oh, this is Timmy Day. Okay. Is... Good job, Timmy. I think that joke could okay. work yeah. in the right prison. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. Love it. It really is. It's a long way for pedophile wordplay, right? It'll get you killed, but you'll go out smiling. <laughs> right. 
Um, fuck yeah. Do you guys remember, uh, we were just at uh, the Podfest a few weeks ago, and with Marin and Benson there, it came up, they were talking about their first few minutes that they wrote and performed. Do you guys remember any of that, that you first had, your first, first set? My first set was right on this stage. In the belly room? Yeah. Wow, that and is I so cool. killed. Yeah. And then my next one, I just bombed. Because wow. I thought that's just how I was always going to be. Yeah. I didn't know this room was so easy. Right. See, look, anyone, they just laugh at anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, yeah, what about you, Kirk? My first set was, was downstairs. In no, the November 11th, 2002. And wow. I did three minutes where I was pretending I was Jesus' brother, James. Wow. Because I had the hair and the beard, and I was really going with that angle. Yeah. You, but, but you I played was, J- Jesus' you played a character? <laughs> Listen, I went out strong, James man. James of Nazareth? I, and I, and I did not get one laugh because I was actually pretending that I was him. I wasn't, I wasn't being a character. I was being him. And then after three minutes, I said, this was funny this morning in front of the mirror. And then they laughed. And then I understood comedy. Right. Did you wear right. the Jesus outfit? I wore James's outfit. <laughs> which was mostly jeans and a T-shirt. Jesus was the one that wore the decorative uh, sheet. His brother wore denim? Yeah. Okay. It sounds That's like why he didn't work as much. It almost sounds like the kind of thing... I might bring back that joke. Yeah, I was just going to say, it seems Fucking, like the kind of thing... I have a Kickstarter for James's brother. <laughs> but that was... I remember that night. Yeah, that had to be interesting. I remember thinking of like types of characters that I would... It, it seems like an easy way to break I had that. read an article where they found a little casket... And they thought James had been in it. And so I just went with that angle. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the name that they had for him? Jesus' brother was James? Yeah. Wow. Listen, I didn't you know, pick the name. I just went with the comedy. <laughs> it didn't yeah. work then. It doesn't work now. Some jokes just fucking don't. Patriot, Patriot, if you're ever going to do a set of stand-up, the man under the suit, what, what do you think a major premise of your first three minutes would be? I just introduce them to who I am and uh, tell them about my first crush on a female brother was Thelma on Good Times. A female brother? I'd close with that. I wouldn't open with that. For some reason. Close with that. Make that that your closer, Patriot. (laughs) Yes, yes. The great metaphysical poet John Donne said, no man is an island. But if what I'm saying is true and every man's at the center of his own universe, ironically, the opposite is true. We'll decide if it's ironic. <laughs> I, I saw both arms twitch after that. I don't know if you. I don't know if you really believed in what you just said. It was a double twitcher, Tony. Oh my God! What is that? Oh, that John Don material is great for comedy. Ah, uh, I know. <laughs> Super top. I'm very deep. Uh, okay. Like we got another name. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Eric Carter. Everybody, Eric Carter. Uh, I remember this guy. He's from Mississippi. What's up, everybody? How we doing? <laughs> I'm getting drunk in Hollywood tonight because I got a place to crash. It's called the 405. There, before I became a comic, I used to want to be a time traveler. I wanted to be a time traveler until I saw what it did to Michael J. Fox. No shit. But I don't care. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting on that. I don't care how cool you think Brad Pitt is. 
He's always fucking Billy Bob's leftovers. South is rising again. Now it's fun as... It is fun as hell being a southerner in Southern California. Everybody's real nice. The prettiest broads buy me drinks. This is what whores feel like. No whores out there? Wow. Eric Carter. Now, I remember you just arrived from Mississippi a few weeks ago. You made, right. you made your stand-up... Was it your stand-up debut no, on this I show? I lied about that because I was so damn nervous because I felt like I let you down. But my very first stand-up was in Hermosa Beach and that little masturbator, Robert Wiseman, he's the one that got me doing comedy. The one who jerked off to the yearbooks. Oh, okay. Wow. Really throwing your one friend under the bus there. Uh... <laughs> And that video is actually on YouTube. It's called Carter's First Time at Stand Up, and I was living in the youth hostel in Hermosa. Carter, you do not need to scream. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm starstruck. <laughs> starstruck <laughs> with the D. Oh, man, Eric Carter. You are I mean, he is else. charming. He really star- is, right? Starstruck <laughs> or starstruck, sir? Whatever the correct way of saying it, but you get where I'm going. I'm Eric, just curious. What is, uh, it's Eric Carter or yes, Carter? Yes, ma'am. It's oh. Carter. Your name's Carter. Well, Eric Carter. But you go by Carter? Yes, ma'am. Are you just saying that to agree with me? No, I really do. Like, when I used to play football as a kid, coach always called me Carter. 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 Yes. I think you could really benefit from a catchphrase. What's that? Like, you know, like, well, yeah. Because yeah. you said, oh, shit. Right. And everybody loved it. So maybe you should, like... You know, work I'm on trademark that. Carter, I gotta say, I like your I like your passion. Thank you. you came, I like you, you too. You came out swinging, and I really, for some reason, I think you and your pal Wiseman. Yes. You're the fucking future of comedy. <laughs> no, I think you guys are a one-two punch that will eventually click. Well, somewhere. we're about to start a podcast. I know you fucking are. I know you're about to do something. <laughs> It's going to be called ER, Eric and Rob. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like you. I, I think, yeah. uh, you know the I think joke you're, I liked? I think you're in the right business. Heck yeah. You know, the joke I liked was, uh, I don't care how fine Brad Pitt is, he's still fucking Billy Bob Thornton's leftovers. <laughs> and I got to tell you, that's, that's a good joke. That's true. Thank you. Patriot, I did not know you had impressions in your yeah. repertoire. <laughs> I like that. that. I like the way he sounds. I could listen to him all night. He's funny. Thank you. I could listen to you too, Patriot. (laughs) Also, Carter, you got swagger and you got confidence. Yeah, totally. That's what I said, that passion. Thank you. Well, I didn't drive six states out here to be a little candy-ass artist. I drove out here to be number one, and I ain't selling for nothing less. Fuck yeah. All right. shoot for the top ten. Just shoot for the top ten. One is highly fucking... It's unreachable. Slow it down there, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm happy to be 18. Patriot, uh, what do you think about this gentleman's feet? He has open uh, toed... I like to listen to, but I told you, I only like girls' feet. I don't like guys' feet. No. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't go that way. Feet. That's why you should always wear covered shoes on stage. Well, I just got back from Dana Point. That's where I live at. I've been on Laguna. You live in Dana Point? Yes, ma'am. Heck yeah, that's the only place where they Everyone sell that shirt. Everyone from Mississippi, they, <laughs> they end up in Dana Point. No, I'm 
fortunate enough. I got like a rich, fancy aunt from out here. She's letting me live with her rent free, and I just give her muscle. And I'm her cousin Eddie from Mississippi. Oh my God! Wait, Dude, what just, exactly is? Just give get her some cameras muscle. in that goddamn house. Like, I do maintenance to your there. aunt. Oh, you. Oh, you, you know, say like, give her muscle. I mean, not that way, but I. Pretend, <laughs> like, you know, I do what you do poses for her, and she yeah, lets you stay there. Exactly. That's crazy. And Mississippi's then, that's awesome. A, that's a long drive out here, right? Like an hour. Yeah, and it's damn worth it. You have a very good attitude. For I all love of us. him. Isn't he great? Yeah. I told I told you when you were here a few weeks ago, come back, Eric. I'm so glad you did. Put your hands together for Eric Carter, everybody. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Here, hit the rock. Hit the rock. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> good luck. Hey, there he, I got you, Eric. Don't, all right. Am I, Am I crazy, but does no, right. I feel like no one in L.A. talks like that. No, they don't. That's why. I I know, but someone. There's got to be other people here. From how come he's the only person I've ever heard not. Everyone from Mississippi's in Dana Point. Yeah, really. That's 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 where the money is. That's where they think the Hollywood dream is. Is uh, Dana Point. (laughs) They go there for the Dana Point sign. But just so people know, Dana Point is like very glamorous, like past Malibu. It's like beautiful beach. Oh, and everybody's real friendly there too. Well, Dana Point. Dana Point is south. It's it's south of Malibu. Well, whatever. It's nice. John Reed talks kind of like him. He's a little more of a like sophisticated. There he goes. It's Eric Carter on Twitter. That's call me EC. Call me EC on Twitter. He's obsessed. Fresh off the boat. That guy. That guy could be a star. He's like a Larry. I feel I have played golf with him already. He didn't come here all the way from six states to be no candy ass number 50. I didn't fucking leave Mississippi behind in a million dollar estate to come out here and not fucking kick ass. I have had a lot of, uh, I have met a lot of, uh, like a rich kid, right? Brand new comics. Yeah. Did you see those, those, those slippers? (laughs) Heck yeah. He's from Mississippi. He's a real leather. He killed that cow. In Hermosa. I was way to Dana Point. You did a great job, honey. We see you. You know, he's actually got a great point about, uh, you know, Billy Bob's got some mojo, right? Does he? I mean, he must. Yeah. I mean... He was like... <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was when he came out with that movie Sling Blade. He got, like, Academy Award. He yeah, was he at the was high like point he was, like, a number one movie, so she fucked him. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah you're right. I don't yep. think it's that big. Yeah. She's a bit warped. I don't think there's anyone in this room that couldn't fuck her. Yep. Eric uh, Carter told me that. <laughs> Did you ever hear Mike Tyson tell that story about how um, he caught Brad Pitt and Robin Givens was at his house after he broke up with her? So, so Brad Pitt also he was he got the leftovers. Oh, Mike Tyson left that. Uh, fucking Tyson. good story. Yeah, great job. <laughs> great job. You come Patriot. in with some fucking good stories. What do people What do people listening think this man looks like? They know what he looks like. He's uh, he's one of the. Uh, they made a. Uh, t-shirt uh, for Kill Tony. Uh, one of the fans did, and lo and behold, when it was all when the smoke cleared, it's just his face as the entire T-shirt, and uh, and it says Kill Tony in front yeah. of it. Yeah, 
They love him, man. The Patriots, like, we've found out so much crazy stuff about this guy. I mean, he's so cool. Yeah. I was actually starstruck when I got to meet him for the first time just a couple weeks ago, the man behind the suit. And he came out, sure enough, he rolls out of his car three crates of all this stuff that he brought because he always comes dressed as the Iron Patriot. He can't even sit down in that uniform. He has to take the bus here because it'll let him stand up the entire way from where he lives. Do you stand under the bus or do you, yeah. uh, are they, they hook you to the front? No, I, I go halfway back. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny like this, yeah. If I was hurt, yeah. No. Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing I've heard. That is my favorite Next Iron photo shoot. joke ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. How do we get that for just, like, 30 seconds? Excuse me, Mr. Bus Driver. This is going to sound crazy at first. You arrive in this outfit? Yeah, yeah, I'm good yeah. to go. When I get off the bus, I walk down here, and I'm just ready, ready to do it. I don't have to worry about bringing it all down here and all that crap. You know, I just, I'm, I'm ready. That is amazing. Yeah, one more time and for the And you can park anywhere. <laughs> all right, let's keep this fun train moving along. Your next comedian goes by the name of Matt Gass. You know what that means. Wow. <laughs> it was an interesting ending. Maybe to that. they hear how hard we are on them. And they no, just don't it's, even come it's up. It's not that. These, they, they'll, they, they always come up to me the next week like, hey, man, I think I got blacklisted last week. Uh. <laughs> All right, put your hands together for Melanie Baldonado. Oh, thank God. Uh, I don't know why people go out of their way to buy license plate holders that don't match the description of their cars. I saw a spoiled and loving it. It was attached to a Honda Civic. <laughs> spoiled and loving it? How about low maintenance and satisfied? <laughs> I never get the princess ones yield to the princess. I saw one of those attached to an old Kia. It's like... What's your dad the king of? Koreatown? <laughs> Where's your driver? Oh man, I'm single. Boohoo for me. I've got problems, but I'll tell you my biggest problem is that I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm still in love with the person my ex-boyfriend could have been. <laughs> it's too late for us now though. John Stamos. <laughs> think that's my minute? That is. Exactly. You nailed it as soon as you said, I think that's my minute. That's a great premise. The, uh, the premise of uh, the license plate holders not matching the, uh, the thing. Those are two funny ones. I wonder if there's like something in, uh, you know, like you never, if, if there's one that's another one like that, like something cool. And I'm I, kn- I, I know you're not doing that good because there's a pink mustache on the front of your car. Like there. <laughs> Like, they're giving people, and that could be, like, you know, whatever. You could mix that in there. But that's a, it's such a great premise that it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm obsessed with the vanity plates. Those are funny, too. Right. I saw one the other day. It was I, I won an Emmy. <laughs> that's so sad. You know that's an assi- a double assistant editor one time only. <laughs> like, you, only, you, you think you're only going to win, and you have to know you're only going to win one Emmy when you get that as your license plate. Oh, my neighbors, it says, I'm a doctor. Like, Yikes. how hard up are you for pussy? Right, <laughs> right. 
And you know that. Is he a doctor? I mean, he's probably like a dentist or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. not a great doctor. The Koreatown one I, I liked a lot, but it seems like you could use something other than Koreatown because uh, that's a good idea for, like, you know, what, what is your Prince of? Prince of, like, I don't know, Koreatown seems kind of, I don't know, not, maybe not right. Yeah, know. it seems you like a localized. You could say Koreatown. Koreatown's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Koreatown's definitely a local local reference, and I still wouldn't see exactly because Ikea is still a Saturn, right? Isn't that the same company? Uh, or am I wrong? No. I don't even know no, what's what. Kia, what's Kia? It is Kia Sorento. It is Korea. Kia's a correct. Kia's a car. It's a car. Okay. No, I know it's a. Car. I drive a. Jesus, I drive a the Honda Korean guy's freaking out right now. Like, how dare you? Uh, Fuck yeah. it, it just seems like it, like it didn't seem shitty enough for the joke. Like like uh, I would try to think of something. We shittier. get it. You live in Koreatown, right? <laughs> no, I know. I know, but I don't. Well, I, I just don't, don't think that place is that bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think I won't believe it. Well, pick you know, another town. Like, pick nice. Dana Point. <laughs> I don't know. No, I agree with you. I think there's. I think you could pr- play around with that. Does it usually work really good? It does, but I feel like you're supposed to have a third in comedy, and I can't think of a good third to kind of top those two. So, just like there. Well, I, I, uh, did Judy Carter tell you that? <laughs> right. She did. <laughs> did she really? Really? Judy Carter and then somebody else did. <laughs> and, uh, and You're got, being serious no, right was, now or are you fucking with I us? I read like five comedy books. I'm very, very studious. Oh, wow. Today. I read five. I'm on my sixth. Don't laugh. Wow. <laughs> It's, uh, Why it's have we not Bruce written okay, books? What are we I'm doing? Okay. Okay, I've written them. I just <laughs> you don't you don't send them to the publisher. I just have Judy them. Carter will be like, oh, you were a homecoming queen, then you Carter. should wear a crown on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like she says, and bring a wand and talk about. Jamie Masada was my favorite. I have one of those. I had been uh, I had done the Laugh Factory open mic a few times when I. That's very a good first joke started. about your ex boyfriend. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was Jamie's advice to you? Jamie's advice to me, and you know, you wait out there for hours to get up at this crazy middle of the day open mic. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure they still do it the same. Anyway, it's terrible. You can't swear or whatever. Oh, that's a different story, actually. Anyway, he told me for comedy advice, he goes, buddy, buddy, very funny, but you know what you need to do? You come back, you be wearing cowboy hat. Everybody will connect with you. You'll be middle of America. Very good. Someone told me that. And you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> no, definitely not. And that's, that's why it's I... taking you a little longer than you were hoping. Yeah. But is it true that Mitzi, would, Mitzi, who owns this place, would tell... She told some guy, like, you should change your name to Johnny Bananas and wear a yellow suit like a banana. I think she would do that with people that she didn't like, but... <laughs> But I think, I think instead I, he wears a Patriot suit. <laughs> right. But I also I, I've heard tons of stories of her giving people like crazy advice. Like I, I heard one even recently, most recent, a couple weeks ago. Somebody's like, you know, Louis Anderson was talking about how he said, uh, uh, you know, he performed here, blah blah blah, and she goes, wear a sweater. Next time I see you, I want to see you wearing a sweater. He wore a sweater and like don't just wear a hat. started booking a don't bunch of shit immediately because he's a sweater comedian. That's what she said he was. And it turns out there wasn't even like a definition of sweater comedian. She, but Mitzi's a different thing. You're a you can't compare Mitzi to, to Judy Carter. No, right, exactly. Judy Carter is someone who's trying to quantify mm-hmm. comedy in like almost like it's math or something. Right. What's the best piece of advice that you've read or gleaned from these books? Um... It's really worked for you. 
I, you know, I'll tell you the best piece of advice I got in college at Toft all the books, and it's do something you like so well you do it so for free, but do it so well they'd pay you for it. That's the name no, of the book. No, but I, that tumps it all. No, no but I want to know all this, all this reading um, for all I these. I think from Comic Insights, I like Louis Anderson has a piece of advice in terms of timing, and he says, don't say it until you feel like you have to say it. Like when you feel the, like in terms of your timing, um, to get it down, I guess. So you feel like it has to burst from your body. So, Heck so yeah. just here's the, here's the and Louis well, knows you know, a lot about things bursting from, from yeah. his body. Uh, <laughs> like is uh, here's a here's a piece of advice. Mitzi told me she's like uh, treat three thousand people like three, and three like three thousand. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, can I ask something? I think nope. they're yeah. Does, does anybody know when is the last time Mitzi was at this club? Two weeks ago. Really? There you go. <laughs> by accident. Impressive. She walked in here by accident. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this place? I mean, how sick is she? <laughs> Where's that fucking banana I'm looking for? <laughs> Give me a sweater. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, well, there you go. You have a beautiful smile, too. Yeah. What's her name? Melanie Baldonado. Melanie. You could follow her on Twitter at Melanie B. Comedy. I think I already do. <laughs> <laughs> you do now. I, th- I think that pink mustache thing will kill, by the way. Yeah. Because then it doesn't even matter what the vanity, but it's just funny picturing that I actually thing. saw a Porsche yesterday with a, a handicap placard. Hang, hanging from the rearview mirror. It was a brand new Porsche. What about it? You, you were no, I saw a Porsche and it had a, oh, a yeah. handicap placard. It was like, you know, I'm handicapped, but give me a car that is the hardest thing to get in and out of so no one will even notice that I'm handicapped. Right. That's you what I buy, feel about. I would buy a handicap placard. I want you one would? of those. Hell yeah. You could buy them. You could How buy much them in are Koreatown. they? I think it's pretty cheap, like 80 bucks. Or you do like live there. Or you... <laughs> <laughs> really? You can buy those in yeah. Koreatown? Yeah, they're pretty easy to get. Actually, we know of a couple of comic friends that actually have them. Are they really? handicapped? No. But they have the handicapped thing, so they can just park anywhere. Is there like a secret passcode in Koreatown to get one of those? Like, do you have to go to a Chinese restaurant and be like, I'll take the number 73? <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. 86. All right, your next comedian goes by the name of Bo Scott, everybody. Here we go. Good name. Like yeah. San Diego. I know this guy. American comedy show. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Bo. I'm going to try to make you guys laugh. Uh, before I do, there's something that I need to get out of the way. All right. Now that shit's out the way. <clears throat> uh, let's begin. All right. There's been a lot of talk about bananas in here tonight. Figured out how to get free bananas for life. You can grow that shit. Look how fucking good I am at this. <laughs> That's why I don't understand why there's still starving people in the world. I realize money doesn't grow on trees, but food fucking does. It does. <laughs> I don't understand that shit, man. Halloween's coming up. I'm giving out bouillon cubes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween yet. Thinking about either a mailbox. Uh, 
you go. Fizzling out there at the end. Uh, I had a good punch right there at the end. Well, what was it going to be? Where are you going to be gonna for gonna Halloween? I was going to say I was either going to be a mailbox or I was going to put goats on all my fingers and be Edward Goat Hands. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you had a chance. Your first you had a chance to finish before that line. Yeah. What What was the physicality you were doing there? Right. The I have a, a right arm twitch. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's trying to make what? a callback to a thing. Why did you do that? I don't know. But w- <laughs> you don't know why you were pretending like you were playing the drums for that first joke? Yeah. I don't know what that was. But I was Are really good at it. Are you a mystery to yourself? Like I was really good at it. When I first started comedy, I was really bad do at it. Do you know it. anybody that But that how do I am just curious. No, I I'm fascinated. How, how did the banana fit into that? So can we just explain to the audiences at home, like he was doing some crazy physicality right. where he said that fruit grows on trees, but then it was like he was playing a I think it's a better drum. that the people at home don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He had one foot up and the other foot was like, or hand was karate chopping, making a weird It, it had actually nothing to do with what I was saying. For those Why of you listening you to that? the audio, for those of you just listening to the audio, uh, when you get home, go home and just, uh, just <laughs> download the video just to watch this one part. And make sure that you have a, uh, a rope or a gun with a bullet in it handy. Now, were, were you implying that you can make money doing that? Uh, I do make money doing that. By, by that move? Yeah. Who's I can do it for a lot longer than that. I only had a minute, but I could go Do for they pay it. you to stop doing what, it? What kind of Persian kingdom are you working in where some guy's <laughs> making you do that for hours at a time? No. Look at the white guy that I keep over here for only $100 an hour. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He just keeps doing this thing where he lifts his leg and moves we his feed arm him bananas. back and forth. So basically your last joke, uh, you could put for Halloween 10 goats on all your fingers and be Edward Goat Hands. Right. You could really substitute any now. Anything. You could be Edward yeah. Cow Hands. Right. You could be Edward yeah. Banana Hands. Goat was the best yeah. I could do, could I think. Edward What's funnier than hands. goat hands? Anybody? A- anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, 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 I want to know because you know that's my favorite joke of all let's, time. Let's just let's just say going with goats on that was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hey, Very nothing good. gets worse than goat hands. You can make any bad joke at that point. <laughs> no, it's 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 it's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm th- which is a good. That's good. I really just, I'm still confused about, do you often break out into like some physical things that are incongruent to what I you're talking about during your set? I just try to make things uncomfortable. People, people will get to know me over time, but right oh, that's now, cool. that's people, great. people don't know about me, but His you guys will know about good. me one day. Oh, the, that's the great. The opening no, was good. You. When you move the mic stand? That yeah, was funny. Actually, yeah, I uh, like that. I, 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 I got to yeah. be honest with you. You do, you made me very uncomfortable, so you <laughs> succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you call your comedy abstract? Or, uh, yeah, extract? off the wall, I think I would call it. I, I hate doing comedy on, uh, on walls and shit. Yeah. Heck yeah. This is a fun room. Yeah, it is. It's fun, right? Don't let it fool you. <laughs> Believe me, all your sets aren't going to be this good. Yeah. We're not always going to be good? here for you. Nice. You connected, man. You believed in what you said. Yeah. That's all that matters. How many, how many great shows do you have? Like, do you have a lot of great shows? Yes. That's good. Do you get up a lot? Yeah. How many times a week? Um, I, two. I had a show last night in San Diego, like you said. I grew up in San Diego. Cool. Heck what yeah. part? Pacific Beach. 
Nice. That's I used to. That's where there. I learned to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this for hours. For folks, I made sixty grand last year. For just folks at home. For folks at home. Usually I'm in a car trying right to get now. the brakes to stop. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Bo. Do you live down in San Diego? Oh, he just moved uh, here. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, I just moved here. Yeah, actually, like two weeks what ago. What are you, so. his manager? Did you just <laughs> did you just fly him Wait, here? Was that when a I trick question? Like, he's gonna be a big deal, guys. You don't get the foot thing, but he's been working yeah. on it, and now he he can do it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> he started off with his left foot, and that wasn't working. Right. I can't do it on my right foot at all. Isn't that the one that you did it with? Are you dyslexic? Wait a fucking second. This joke is starting to work. <laughs> Holy shit. You're onto something. Fuck yeah. Who would have thought? If we thought? could get a Q&A involved with that joke. That's true. We're going on the road with you. I'm there. Heck yeah. Just us and fucking goat hands. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much, Bo Scott. There he goes. See you, Bo. Oh, San Diego. That's at Bo underscore Scott on we'll Twitter. We'll see that movie. For those of you listening, if you want to chat with Bo Scott, it's Bo underscore Scott. Talking I'm about not done with him. I'm fucking calling him. And there's, <laughs> there's also gotta, a line here. I got to find out what makes that guy tick. There's also a line on these sign-up sheets that, uh, that has their name, the, their Twitter handle, and the topic. His topic was Halloween backslash... Goats. Well, guess what? He fucking nailed it. He did. He did not Halloween's forget either. Halloween's coming up. Halloween, Halloween, goats. Let's keep flying through this. Mike Stanley, everybody. Mike Stanley. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's good to be here. I just went uh, back home to Detroit, which is uh, beautiful this time of year, you guys. Uh, the way the sunlight hits the poverty. It's just mwah, breathtaking. Times are tough. I was in my buddy's apartment recently, drinking Sanka, chit-chatting, stealing his neighbor's Wi-Fi, when he pulls an envelope off of his coffee table and he goes, look at this, jury duty. How am I going to get out of this? And I was like, look, dude, you're 35, unemployed, and live in Detroit. If I were you, I would probably take it just for the paycheck. Unless you've cooked up some pyramid scheme that involves you taking bong rips and playing Xbox, I don't really see a lot of career opportunities coming down the pike, my man. And he said, I know how I'll get out of it. I'll just say I'm racist. Yeah, you are racist. He said, come on, Mike, I'm not racist. I said, if your plan to get out of jury duty is to say that you're racist, that means you're automatically assuming that whoever's on trial is going to be a minority. Which sounds pretty fucking racist to me. And he said, well, I heard that if you say you're racist, they have to let you out of jury duty. Oh, shit. There you go. All right. Um, Thanks, hell yeah. He's got a long jury duty joke. First of all, I'm glad that you uh, lost, that took the sunglasses off your head and got rid of the PBR from earlier. Um, <laughs> no. That's rude. It's a different guy? No, I'm kidding. Uh, fuck yeah. That's a lot of jury duty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a clever joke. I thought it was yeah. good. Thanks. I wanted to hear the whole thing. I thought it was quick, and I just wrote it last week, so I thought it was fast enough to be able to do it. That meow is hard to hear. Yeah. So that's why the West Hollywood Bears are on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the whole. Thing so, can you really get out of jury duty if you're racist? That's what I heard. That's what everyone says. Every time anybody has to serve jury duty, they're always like, "Well, I'll just say I'm racist." 
Really? That's terrible. Which I think if I don't think I think maybe your friends say that. Probably. Has anybody else heard that though? That yeah, like that's what everybody says. God, you're all racist. When I was at jury duty last time, there was, they made an announcement to, of the loudspeaker, and they're like, just because you do not speak English is no reason you cannot perform jury... Like, they were making... Because people were trying to get <laughs> out of it translator. by, like, I don't speak English. And they were like, uh, absolutely not. That still means you have to be a part of this system. Right. Well, the thing about it is, like, they don't pull... The, the end of the joke is they don't pull you aside and ask you in private. Like, he, so he has to announce it in front of everybody. Like, hey, right. everybody, I'm a racist. It's like, good luck with that. He in should just walk in Detroit. wearing a sheet and a hood. Yeah. Then he won't even have to say it. I right. think that was in the Family Guy, that whole racist thing also. I think that's how Peter got out in one episode. Well, you know, what, would be, what could be funny is if what if the person that you have to tell that, what if, what if the person doing the questionnaire, like, are you racist, is like a giant black guy? Right. It's like, well, well who are you racist against, motherfucker? Right. Well, exactly. You know I mean? If you're in Detroit, like, good luck fucking running that up the flagpole if right. in a crowded courtroom. Like. Right. That seems well, like what if worst. he says, I'm racist? Yeah, everyone is. This is Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking sit down right. and let's vote. Is it true you could buy a right. house there for $30 yeah. right now? Not 30 You can get one for, like, ten grand though. For oh, sure, ten grand. Depending, you can get them for like two grand in some spots, but you two don't even, grand for yeah. a house. Yeah, right. You could get one for thirty. You just put thirty down and you make payments well, you of ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah. The Chinese month. are actually buying up a like ton of a land couch. in Detroit right now. The Chinese, Chinese are buying they Detroit. bought all of Detroit. Yeah, they're no. buying like huge chunks of it. Yeah. No, what a good idea. That's what I don't know. Oh, I don't know they're they're going to make that. a beautiful golf course. At least okay. Detroit. At least the car business will start booming again there. <laughs> Not the way right. we expected it. To, Seriously, but. if you think about it, you go, you can buy a house for a hundred dollars right now. If you just buy like a whole fucking neighborhood for like a thousand bucks, you know that shit in like like ten twenty years is going to be worth more. Yeah, but you'll be dead. Now. Yeah, we could just all fly to Detroit and have like a crazy weekend party. And, Listen, uh, let's all get together and just go to Detroit, every one of us, and buy. A little town. Party it out. Let's start Brian, a life what makes together. you think that there's not going to continue to be an exodus there? You think well, people are going to have a well, resurgence? Well, they, they in just. Shit I mean, the government <laughs> just gave them like a Sorry. shitload of money, like very recently, to to rebuild. And if you actually go to Detroit, if you go downtown, it's actually really nice yeah. downtown. It's okay. It's a lot better yeah, than it it's was. A lot better. Yeah. And they just got a shitload of money to make it better. But right. the outside. And I saved a fortune on car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there like art, an art scene there? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Art's a guy who just lives downtown. That's the art scene. Hey, did you guys ever see that movie, Polly Shore, Jury Duty? Unfortunately. That's a pretty funny one. But um, there was two times I went to jury duty. There was two times I went, and I think this is how I got out of it. The most important question they ask you is, if you have to take off for a trial, will your employer pay you while you're doing the jury duty? And if you answer no to that, I think you'll get out of it, because that's what I did two times. Listen, I think just show up in that outfit, I think you can get out of jury duty. <laughs> right. I'm here to fight crime. Yeah. Yep. Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get back on the front of the bus, kid. Yep. Benji told me that, Polly, speaking of Polly Shore, that he was live-tweeting his colonic today. I saw that. I actually saw Benji retweeting... Uh, <laughs> See, Benji and Sandy are two of my really great friends that on top of doing many other great things, they open up for Polly all the time. And they, every, they, they have a lot of followers on Twitter and the people that fo- they follow Polly. And anytime Polly does something insanely silly or crazy, maybe even that he shouldn't be doing, like, for example, live tweeting a, what is it called? A colonic. A colonic. I feel like right, that's a so better I, vine. I saw this picture. 
Yeah, but I saw this picture earlier of just Polly being like, here we go, bro, hashtag colonic. <laughs> and, and, and it's just a picture of Polly underneath a blue hospital sheet with his feet sticking out at the end of the bed. <laughs> Heck yeah! That's uh, he puts the. It's nothing uh, sacred. His colonics putting the duty in jury duty. If you know what I'm saying, people. Hello. A duty duty joke. Nothing. All right. Still making sure. Do you ever give yourself the cat? Uh, yeah, I get the bear sometimes. It is pronounced. It is pronounced um, with a liquid U. Duty. Oh, a duty. No, yeah. duty. Duty. Jury duty. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get technical. Jury it's duty. not jury duty. <laughs> it's a liquid you. Duty. Duty. Thank duty. You. Oh, it's a duty that no, we're doing. No, it's a duty. It has a Y in it. Hey, duty. It's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking duty, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Fuck yeah, Mike Stanley. Right, thanks, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Mike. At Mike Stanley, one Good on work, Twitter. Good work, Mike. That's the only Mike Stanley one on Twitter right there. Believe it or not, he was able to get that. I bet there's a lot of Mike Stanley twos, threes, and fours that are like, whoever this one guy is. But he's got six Ys on the end of it. He was... All right. Your next comedian goes by the name of Josh Borst. Dressed like Penny Pearl. It's Whoa! Blacklisted. Is that all the music rights you can afford? (laughs) (laughs) Josh Borst, you get good luck with your career because it kill Tony is never going to be part of it again, motherfucker. I don't even know who it is. That's what makes it funny is that uh, I'll have to apologize to him next week. Hey, look at this, Sarah Wineshank, everybody. By the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of aces for a taste. How are you doing? I'm not well, not at all. I called my dad to see how his doctor's appointment went. He said, it's doing, it went great. The old man's got a prostitute of a young 20-something. Thanks, Dad. My dad's one of those people that's out of shape. My dad is one of those people that's out of shape. He's like one of those out of shape older men that thinks that he's in shape and he's constantly giving unsolicited workout advice. You know what you gotta do? You gotta shock your body. You gotta shock it. As he's just eating like pastrami on rye. He's like, yeah, just got to shock your body. The only thing worse than getting unsolicited workout advice from someone who's out of shape is getting unsolicited workout advice from someone who's super douchey and fit. (laughs) Right? Like, no thanks, I'm good. Like, don't be giving me workout advice unless I ask. I spent a long time last week thinking about uh, who invented the salad tongs. Then I Googled it. I still don't have an answer, so that's good. She wasn't even going in that bear's making noises. That bear just just wanted to say hi to her. I think Sarah's a natural performer. So do I. Sarah, I think you're funny as fuck. Thank you. Did you uh, learn how to connect with charisma from Judy Carter? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even know who Judy is. i got to be honest. Good. Don't stay away from it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know Jude. <laughs> oh, you're already on a nickname basis yeah. with her, though. Um, 
Fuck yeah. Did you, was there an end to the salad tongs thing? I'm curious. Well, I was originally going to talk about how I have a weird train of thought and how I was driving and that just popped in my mind and then it was like really bothering me. I don't know. I've always, I always <laughs> have looked at... The reason why I ask is because I've always looked at salad tongs as a pretty interesting device, you know, because right. to, for cleaning purposes, they come apart normally, right? I mean, some of them, most of them at least, you snap them together and then they're a thing. <laughs> I mean, if you snap them apart, they look really silly because it's just yeah. like this giant fork and this giant spoon. It's just for lazy people that can't just... Well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go salad tongs then into lazy Susans. Right. Potentially, actually. And Do it. Right. I would. One day. It almost seems like salad tongs were invented because of the one person in the one family, the first family member for somebody to lose an arm. And they're like, you know... It's going to get weird when Steve has to get his salad. I wonder if we should just connect the fork and the spoon so that he just has to go like this. Does your dad give you a lot of advice? Oh, yeah, my dad gives me a lot of advice. Are you close with him? I'm close with him, yeah. We're close, but we're not, like, too close. You know what I mean? You don't live with him? I don't know. Like, we're not, like... You You mean you're not fucking your father? (laughs) The only thing he's inside is your heart. He's not giving you muscle? Like, no. <laughs> He's not giving me muscle. I mean, no, like, I'm really, I don't, like, overshare stuff with him. You know what I mean? Like, you know how some people overshare with their parents? We're not, like, friends. He's, like, my dad. So we're close. Like a normal He likes friend. pastrami? The answer is yes to everything. We're close, and yes, he likes pastrami. Heck I like yeah. his dad, too. Where does he live? In Encino. Oh, that's nice. Oh, he's an Encino man. He is. <laughs> you guys didn't weren't with me with jury duty. Don't laugh at that Pauly Shore joke then, you sons of bitches. You can pick when you want to laugh. You don't get to have your cake and eat it, too. That's the kale talking, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to be a star. Thank you. Yeah, you really do have a fun charisma about you. Uh, Thank you. Um, fuck and are yeah. you nervous right now, though? Am I nervous? I'm a little. I was nervous when the microphone. When I, I thought it wasn't on, but I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah, the guy in front. But of how you do you feel right now? Right now, I feel, I feel excited and comfortable, but a little bit nervous. Doesn't she remind you of Kate Micucci? Kate Micucci. I don't know who that is. <laughs> is that the name of your vagina, Natasha? No. <laughs> Doesn't that remind you of Kate Micucci? She's in Garfunkel and Oates. Oh yeah, totally. Oh totally, yeah, totally. I do know. Yeah, I, I should, now I feel like an asshole. I do know who that is. How, how I mean, old are you? It's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep doing comedy. You're funny. Oh yeah, you. absolutely. Thank You're an actress, also. Uh, awesome I stuff. I feel like yeah, some stuff. Go, make like sure you act. Go act. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If you want a podcast, uh, meet me after. There you go. There you go. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes. Is he a comedian? (laughs) Podcast just got canceled. Podcast canceled. No, he's not a comic. He's not? What, is he a normie? He's a normie. He does, like, he makes, like, film stuff. Oh, he makes money. Great. Makes film stuff. That's awesome. Good. He's not, like, super successful, but, yeah, he makes film stuff. Yeah. Should totally break up. Why don't you him. get rid of this guy? <laughs> yeah. This guy seems to be holding you back. You don't even know what he does. Yeah. Stick with your father. He cares about you. Yeah. I'm with Kurt on this one. I thought it was funny when she said she didn't want unsolicited advice, even from the person that's in fit, that's, that is in shape. She doesn't want to. Once in while, I, I, like, I forget he's here sometimes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And then all of a sudden it, it goes like off. I feel like it's an alarm. I, like, <laughs> yeah. like, where's my snooze? Fuck. Shut right. the fuck. That would be great. 
if like if like the just like the voice, if we had buttons to where we can silence the Patriot, like if all if all three of us agree and we can't see who's, we could figure that out. Oh, there you go. For Are you backing you, up? For those of you that got confused when he said alarm clock and was like, "What is that again?" Hold on. Uh, what have we taken the Patriot away from? He works on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, sometimes he does that. Uh, most of the time he's. Wait, are we taking? Are we work. keeping you from defending America right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, get the fuck out there and protect right. us. I'm watching. I'm watching what's going on in this room. I don't want. Show don't him. Want. Uh, show him your big move uh, that you would do if you had to defend America. What would you do? I feel safer. There you go, dude. That's I'm keep, watching. Keep I'm always doing watching. Comedy. I don't want any kind of Batman massacre going on in here. I'm looking Fuck around yeah. to see if there's any crazy people in here. There she goes. The very funny Sarah Wineshank, everybody. Great job, Sarah. Good job, Sarah. Follow her on Twitter. That's Princess Shank. S-H-E-N-K. Princess Shank. S-H-E-N-K. So it's like Shank. Shank. All right. Hey, why don't you get up here and do 60 seconds? <laughs> Put your hands together for Scott Kidd, everybody. Scott Kidd. I swear to God, this guy gets on every week somehow. I know. Is it on? Is it on? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? (laughs) On November 2nd, an Avenger will return. But in the meantime, he's at Pebble Beach. Playing golf, it's Thor! Thor plays golf, apparently, but he only uses one club, his hammer. And every time he hits the ball at the tee, he goes, Thor! <laughs> That's all I wanted to do, <laughs> fuck it. All right, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, that was really something else, bro. Um, That's all you wanted to do. And look how look at he did an entire piece of artwork around the topic being Thor. Like it's like all diamond and roughed, and you put a lot of time into uh, it's eleven a seconds. It. Yeah. Of, yeah, I can do more, but it's know, all right. We don't want silly. you to. Silly, I like yeah. it. Um, it's okay. No, yeah, he's goofy. He's fun. He gets on like every week. I'll tell you what, Scott. <laughs> go sit. Go sit down. Go sit down, Scott. Thank you so much. Give it up for Scott Kid, everybody. You did good. Yep. You did good. Was Next good. time, do sixty seconds. I have more jokes. It's okay. Go sit down. Oh. Do I have to get the Patriot on you, bro? No. <laughs> Scott Kid, everybody. There he goes. With Thor. You got to do so, Thor. So you don't want anyone to ever do less than 60. They, right. I'm a, I, that, it's a newer thing. It's, it's just insulting when somebody does. Is that his time? Yeah. And that, that's after me probably right. pausing the stop. So, so you did about 22 20. seconds or yeah. so. Anyway. He's Why a, wouldn't you just like fucking just wave or something like that for 30 seconds? Right, or? anything. You could have done anything. You could have not known whether the mic was on like everybody else did tonight. Or given Thor a different club. Hey. No, uh, you know what I'd like to know from the comedians is how many of them actually use a clock at home to practice to. Because it, it might help to just put a timer for 60 seconds. Zero. <laughs> Zero. No one does that. Well, sometimes when I know I'm only doing 60 seconds, I don't go. I remember one thing I did try out when I first, before I went on stage, I, I got a little amp and I got a microphone. And I was, like, testing out using a microphone, like, making sounds in a microphone and stuff. Because I had never even used a microphone up to that point before. But it's, looking back at that, that's really dumb. 
Did you guys have anything that you Heck did yeah, before did, you went did, on stage? Did you do did that you? before or after you swallowed cum? Uh, <laughs> I told you, I only tried to be a vegan for a very short time, and I... Uh, there's a, Wait, how did that work <laughs> again? How did that joke work? You guys... You guys are, oh, you sons of bitches. All right, uh, every week, this is an interesting twist that I don't think I got to explain to you guys before, is every week we have two of the same lovely young ladies that go on and do a new 60 seconds each week since episode one. We've reached that point right now. So with no further hesitation, uh, coming up first this week, put your hands together for Kim Congdon, everybody. At Kimberly Congdon on Twitter, a Kill Tony regular. Yes, guys. So um, I read this story in the news about an orphan, a 15-year-old orphan that's looking for a home. His name's Davion. He's from Florida. And he's going to different churches, and he's pleading for families. He said he'll take anybody. I'll take any family. And it was a big outcome. People from Sweden, Australia, Iran. Now, I just imagine this. Well, everybody, we have Davion here today. And we're standing before the Lord today because this is a blessing. Today is a blessing, people. Davion, pack your sandbags because you're going to Iran. Yes, we bought you a praying mat. You are no longer Davion Smith. You are Davion Abubjar, and you are going there. And like a month later, they're interviewing him. Like, Davion, how do you like your new home? He's like, man, this is awful. I gained 50 pounds and dropping out of school. They took my hand because I stole an apple. I'll take any orphanage. I'll take any orphanage. That's all I've got. Nailed the minute. Uh... That's an actual news story, right? Yeah. Somebody, was it in Texas? It was in Florida. Florida got adopted yeah. by an Iranian family and had to did move he, to no, Iran. He, did he, no, no, did he didn't get adopted by them, but that was, it, the, the story had said that there was like people writing in like from Australia and Sweden and Iran, and I was like, that would suck if he was like, finally <laughs> right. got his family and then he got sent to Iran. But, but here, the way that joke, that joke right? could actually, the way it should be is like, he just wants a family. And then suddenly there's 500 families that want him. And now suddenly he's interviewing right. these families. He's so getting, he went from just wanting anyone to like, all right, so where would I be living? <laughs> right. you know? Really? No, I'm not. What about you? Oh, Dana Point? Okay, what, right. what, what kind of car? What kind of, would I have a car? Am I going to go to college? Do I have a brother or sister? So all of a sudden he becomes the biggest dick. Right, right. Uh, do you still do you still want to take that eleven thirty with Iran? Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're funny. You're Thank you. you're committed. Hell yeah, yeah, definitely. See what you guys let two different girls go on every week. Yeah. yeah. Why? And how how it just old organically happened? How old are you? Way. I'm twenty three. So you're just a child. That's yeah. Yeah. At the end of episode one, we didn't know. Uh, we we realized that it was all guys. It was like a real sausage fest in here, and uh, we're like, "Are there any?" Right before we ended the show, we're like, "Are there any girls here?" Um, so this and is her twentieth uh, time doing this. I, I it's came her twentieth time. She was on episode two. So you're on Sarah every episode. Sarah was on episode one. That's the next comedian. Oh, cool. Okay. So she came in and saved the day, and uh, then um, she started very shortly after that, and she actually started uh, on the show. So. And do you go up other places around town? Yeah. 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 She quit well, co- college to be a stand-up. Right? Right. Yeah, I dropped out of college like four, five weeks ago. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be temporary. Out of Harvard? We're like, you could do this show. Until 
<laughs> I was uh, no, I was you, at the University of Florida. And you just said I'm done with school. Let's yeah. go. Well, I was here my for true an calling. She said and later, then I Gators. Up, and then I just didn't want to go back. It's a really so. smart Florida joke. Again, you guys missed. <laughs> really smart. You can't just pre-write that. To say later, Gators, that's the Florida, University of Florida. That's excellent, Tony. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, that's our bus system. I need do you validation. only do jokes about your home, home state? Yeah. Davion? I do, yeah, I do. I've done a couple. Trayvon Martin. Thing. Eventually, you got to move faces. to other states, though. Yeah. Make, make sure they come. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you try a Georgia there, joke. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Georgia joke. Fuck yeah, very funny. Kimberly Congdon on Twitter. Uh, there she goes, Kim Congdon. Thank you, Kim. What's amazing is that it's a new ballpark 60 seconds every week that they're kicking out. Shit, so it's man. like a fun, you know, it just keeps you in check. I mean, basically, we all sort of maybe pushed ourselves that hard. but Yeah, but she's doing it, and it's going to now be on the internet for the rest of her life. Yeah. Well, yeah, so then when she's selling out Madison Square Garden, her fans could be like, wow, look where she started from. She was doing that Iranian joke. Uh, <laughs> all right, and uh, ever since episode one, here's your other lovely young lady, uh, the one and only Sarah Mostajabi, everybody. I'm, uh, I'm half Iranian, Kim Congdon. The other half is just Europe got together, fucked some Cherokees. I don't know, this is how it turned out. Uh, and my dad called me this week and he asked me if I wanted like an all-expenses-paid trip to Iran to visit my family. Uh, I think he misinterpreted when I told him I want to get stoned. <laughs> Not what I meant. Dad, I watch the Lifetime channel. I know how this shit goes down. Um, I, uh, I, uh, if I get in trouble for being sexy here, I will just be beaten to death there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, that he just wants to send me there so I can learn to, like, not talk and look at the ground all the time. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, Dad. You're never going to get nine-year-old me back. So <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right. Thank you, guys. Good job. Fuck yeah. New 50 seconds. You know, you're doing really, really good lately. You, yeah. uh, you, you s- definitely have taken over the, the, the narration that you used to do of, like, my life sucks. I'm just going to narrate for the next minute of how shitty my life is and how I'm hairy. You took that to, like, uh, to actually doing bits and stuff. And it's really cool seeing you. You've grown a lot. In you the, started the comedy on this podcast? I've been doing it four months. Yeah. So your first time you ever performed was on this show. The third time ever standing on stage was here. Oh, wow. Why do you want to be a comedian? Um, Making people laugh in stand-up comedy, it's like like the first thing I ever fell in love with that didn't have a heartbeat. Now, going back to that narration shit again, I was just talking about it. I mean it. Go shoot yourself. (laughs) Falling back on I just, I really like, it really is like the first thing that I... It's like really just me, and and it it makes me feel great, and you know, I mean, you guys know, standing up here and make people laugh with shit that you made up, it's like such a good feeling, you know. It is cool. Yeah, yeah really. I'm gonna give I you one it. piece of advice <laughs> that will change your life. Right. You actually have that microphone pressed against your chin. Yeah. And it, and it's a habit that it's like your little escape pod. Probably. Keep that fucker away and just open up. Well, so also, no one, like, this thing no, is No, but you, low, pre- low. You, you press it against your chin. I'm just saying because it's so dirty. <laughs> for sanitary. For you should sanita- be glad he wasn't looking at your boobs I've the been whole putting set. dirty things in my mouth for, all right. Yeah, she's, she's used to that shit. 
Yeah. No, that, um, is, that is fall in love really I just easily. Did my, I just did my first uh, potluck spot right before this. It's still hooked to your chin. We're, we're, talking, we're, we're, we're going to stay focused on um, what's going no, on just, here. Uh, Do you fall in love really easily? Yes, it's horrible. Every single person. Do you, have a, do you have a boyfriend right now? No. So who do you fall in love with? Anyone that looks at me. <laughs> Mostly anime Anyone characters Anyone who give me also. attention. Oh, you have no respect for me? Here, let me suck it out of you. I know. It's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy. You should open with that one. <laughs> I love you. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, what the fuck? Instant fan. I loved her first fucker. <laughs> I think that was jam band. I, I, I usually fuck older-looking hipster dudes, so you're in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You think Kirk's wow. a hipster? <laughs> He's got the leather jacket and the black cream glasses? Come on. No, that's just being cool. First that's of all, I have, a, I have astigmatism, and I've worn this every day for four years. <laughs> I don't know how hip that is. Right. Hipsters, hipsters look at guys like Kirk, and they're like, that's what I want to be. <laughs> but that doesn't make Kirk the hipster. I didn't know I was older. We're gonna get a. <laughs> we're gonna get a fresh pair of Airwalks. There you go, everybody. Sarah Mosajabi. Sarah dresses on Twitter at Sarah dresses. Uh, there we go. Another fun episode of Kill Tony down the hatch. That's uh, at Natasha Legero on Twitter. Anything coming up that you want to promote? You know that we have tens of thousands of listeners. Oh, believe it or not, guys. well, I'll be in Manhattan, November fourteenth through the seventeenth at Caroline's. And you can watch my hot tub show. I do an interview show in my hot tub. That is super cool. And that is on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Natasha. With Pig Bottom. Is Pig Bottom still on it? Pig Bottom is my spa boy. (laughs) Played by Moshe Kesher. (laughs) Moshe Kesher plays a character named Pig Bottom. That is is her man. Do you know what a Pig Bottom does? It basically, I remember. Anything. (laughs) Does it have goat hands? No, he does not have goat hands. Kirk, well, what's happening with you? Uh, next week, I'm going to be doing uh, 60 Seconds on Kill Tony. <laughs> Watch got, the I got, test. I got what's nothing. the test on? The test is on television. CBS? Uh, KTLA 5 every day at 1030. Watch it. It'll change your life. Hell yeah. It'll make you wonder why you're not at work. Heck yeah. One of my funniest pals. We're going to be getting coffee with you sometime this week for sure. Uh, the Iron Patriot. Uh, thank you so much, as always, everybody. We're going to ha- Halloween. We're going to be in San Diego. I'm also going to be in Toronto, November 5th through the 10th, for the Toronto Dark Comedy Festival with David Tell and Gilbert Gottfried. I get to be there for that red band. Yeah, and I'll be uh, with Dean Del Rey in San Francisco in November. Go to DeskWad.tv for all the tool days. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks, Natasha. Thanks, Kirk. Thanks, You're guys. welcome, uh, Tony. Tony.